0: If you were to take out, get ready for a half marathon and put in, get ready to launch your offer.
1: Or actually, it applies to achieving any goal,
0: any goal, and stone that you're planning on setting. I think that these lessons are very pertinent. Welcome to Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses.
1: We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs, just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Purposeful Podcasting. Hi, I'm Wendy, and I'm here with...
0: Crystal, who was just staring (laughs) at her a minute ago, like, are you starting this or am I starting
1: this? I know. Usually, we make some broad announcement. First off, I'm here to congratulate Crystal on successfully completing her first half marathon. What we're hopping on to talk about is our takeaways because we were both there. Yes we were. <laughs> yes, we were. We do have takeaways that I think are a bit business and life lesson ish.
0: As you'll recall, we kind of did the parallels to training for this sort of thing. Back in season one, we did a podcast episode mm-hmm. about this and kind of touched on it. If you were to take out, get ready for a half marathon, mm-hmm. and put in, get ready to launch your offer,
1: or actually it applies to achieving any goal. Any goal and stone that you're
0: planning on setting. I think that these lessons are very pertinent. We got ready for this half marathon, and I gotta tell you, leading up the couple weeks leading up to it, I was like, oh shoot, I'm not ready. I haven't done enough to prepare. I should have trained more. I thought I had more time. Life got in the way. Like all of these life events got in the way. It was cold outside. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all these things. And then, so we show up the morning of, and I knew what I needed to do. I had a pacing in my mind. I'd, I had a set pace of, if I could do 15 minute miles of a walk run combo, I would finish just fine. And off we go. And I did it. I finished it, got to the end. And I thought, okay, now I've got the confidence to do something again. Next. So what does it have to do with like setting a goal? I think that a lot of us end up with a lot of the same thoughts in leading up to the goal. And there was this fear and we did another podcast episode on like the hats that we wear. I think you had asked me like, would you have announced that you were had a runner hat? And I said, honestly, three months ago, I really, really wasn't telling any that I was doing this because I was scared of what if I fail? or I was scared that they were going to laugh at me because traditionally in my family, I was the least athletic person. When I did tell some members of my family that I was signing up to do this, they all laughed at me or I either got a mixture of laughter or, well, that's dumb. Why would you ever do that? Oh, that's so not nice. No, it shakes your confidence quite a lot. And you have to kind of remind yourself whose opinion matters. I love the Brene Brown exercise of the post it note. Find this tiny post it note Mm -hmm. and only write down the names in that little square of your square squad. (laughs) Your square squad. Who matters? Who matters? And quite Mm -hmm. frankly, the opinions of the people who are not in the arena, the opinions of people who are not willing to go do the hard thing that you're trying to go do, whatever goal it is that you're trying to set, their opinion does not matter. You yourself have to make that determination.
1: I can tell you that till I'm blue in the face, but unless you actually believe it, perception is reality until you make it. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. But the beauty is that the confidence
0: grows and grows. The confidence grows. I'm getting ready to sign up for another half marathon, which is crazy.
1: (laughs) No, it's not crazy. I will not be joining you this time. (laughs) My outcome was completely different. Interestingly, I think about it and I signed up because I was afraid of missing out. FOMO. FOMO. I'm not a runner. Mm-hmm. Not my thing. I have, <laughs> I can start off by saying I have bad knees. I bet. Mm-hmm. Knee. There was this whole FOMO thing and there was incredible indecision about what the heck I was doing. And I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, do a 5k. Oh, I'll just do a kick, 10K. Oh, I'll just do the whole thing. Not, and, and mind you, there was no preparation or, or training leading up to this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to walk. <laughs> that is not how you prepare for anything. And I think about it. And I think of how I prepare when I row. I know my pace, 30 seconds. Yeah, I, I know what my pace is really at any time. I couldn't have even told you what the rules were for this. I thought I was like, what? Really? 16 mm-hmm. minute mile? What are you talking about? Balloon people? I don't understand. All this kind of stuff. I think about how we do launches and how we do things. And I'm like, oh, I would never treat anything actually chalked it up
0: as being disrespectful disrespectful to a goal so there's a lot of truth to that and that's a hard thing to say out loud too when you're launching when you're getting ready to do a goal and this was a lesson for me and anybody that knows wendy and i know how close we are she is my soul sister she's like one of my favorite people in the whole world i will never sign up to do a race with her again (laughs) that is like not a disrespectful thing to her or to anything else. I will sign Wendy up to come be my cheer squad every day of the week. I will sign Wendy up to come and cheer me on. Likewise, she's getting ready to like row a marathon. I'm no interest in jumping on that bandwagon (laughs) with her. So I will cheer her on and I will be her loudest supporter. If you're going to launch an offer, for example, you have to surround yourself with people who have the same goal in mind as you do and know what it's going to take to get that outcome
1: or know their place
0: and know their place in that. Yeah.
1: Hey, come on. You had to hang out in the corral with me. That couldn't have been that bad. It wasn't bad at
0: all. It was awesome.
1: There's definitely something about having the same priority. And that's mm-hmm. especially true when you're launching, especially my gosh, the people around you have to have that same priority at this particular time, that is your priority. And I really, I thought about it. And I realized that the day I left for the airport to go to Orlando, I rode that morning, I'd rode, mm-hmm. I think, somewhere around 37,000, meters that week because I was in the middle of a challenge to raise money for cancer mm-hmm. that was a priority. I'm thinking, yeah. oh yeah, I'm just going to walk this race. Also, it's a matter of focusing in and you were singularly focused. I mean, yeah, you were absolutely, you know, you're like, hey, I just ran 8 miles. I'm like,
0: what? <laughs> because not only that, because for the year leading up to it, or not the year, the six months, nine months, whatever it was, we signed up in April, we ran in January, and I don't do time math. I canceled my Peloton membership, because mm-hmm. I knew if nice. I needed to do exercise, mm-hmm. I needed to get out and run. And I have a really good friend here who invited me to go do spin classes with her or go do HIT classes. And I actually had to, in the weeks leading up to her, saying, No, I'm not going to do that on Saturday mornings. I needed to get my butt ready to run. Like I said, there were all kinds of reasons not to run, to Mm -hmm. not get ready for this. And I had to figure out the priority and the time Mm -hmm. to make that happen, which was really hard because it meant putting myself first
1: Mm -hmm.
0: ahead of my family and a lot of instances and a lot of evenings it meant Mm -hmm. having to rely on other people to get things done like telling my husband you have to put the kids down tonight and have to do all of the things which he's excellent at doing by the way like has nothing to do with anything besides my own control freak issues Mm -hmm. and having to let things go (laughs) I had to do that so that I could have the time for myself to go get ready for this. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: The same is true when we launch an offer or when we launch a business, when you and I launch a program, like when we launched purposeful podcasting bootcamp, there was a singular focus in our business. There Mm -hmm. was a lot of talks and training and conversations leading up to that. We both knew what the end game was. We were both in total alignment and in total sync of what it was going to take to get there. And then there was some taking time out on evenings or other times to be able to like get that off the ground.
1: Well, and it's also, it wasn't as if all of a sudden it was like, well, you know, we're launching this, but let's also drop this in or something along those lines. Just focusing on clarity, simplification, really a narrow focus, or what I like to think of is You go deep, but you're going vertically deep, not horizontally deep. And you can go as deep as you want. It's got to be very narrow. We've done that and we continue to do that. It applies to a lot of different areas of
0: our lives because it's not only that super deep focus. There was also a lot of time given to hit that goal. I think a lot of people think I'm going to launch something or I'm going to do this thing, and you can't just show up. I mean, showing up is important. It doesn't but work. It's my but, word it, but it doesn't work. You have to have. <laughs> certain things in place. You know, when we work with clients that want to launch an offer, we're like, great to who like we have, there's like list building, there's all these things in preparation that have to take place before that cart opens. And I think the same thing is true for a marathon row or a half marathon run, whichever it's going to be. I've never been to a row house. I've never, I haven't sat on a rowing machine in years. Mm-hmm. I can't just show up and row with you America. I could, I would be lying on the floor half dead while she like left me in her dust
1: or, or sitting in the blazers, freezing, waiting, for waiting you. for me, freezing. waiting for me, which she did. That was a good friend. I think this is where our natural abundance comes from is that you take every experience you learn from it, kind of dissect it And what are the pros? What are the cons? What did you learn from it? What takeaways? Mm -hmm. I just love the fact that one of your takeaways is that you want to do more of this. Hey, there's an endorphin high that comes with this sort of thing that is fantastic. You will probably see as you continue how your creativity sparks, you know, all these Mm -hmm. other things, but it has to be something that you want to do.
0: Well, and what it is, is we also had to learn, we have to play to our strengths, Oh, amen. <laughs> we had to play to our strengths.
1: That's so funny. Oh, I can't stop that.
0: <laughs> this was not a strength of yours. This was a strength of mine. And yeah. then, likewise, I know in our business, I know mm-hmm. when to get out of Wendy's lane and when oh, and I'm she, always
1: out of your lane.
0: And she's yeah. out of my lane. This partnership is formed because we have, I mean, aside from the fact that we just really like each other and enjoy each other's company fun. And it's fun, but we <laughs> could do that without, you know, a business necessarily. Right. We just right. travel. Right. But the, from the business side of things, when Wendy has something contextual about content, about any kind of the business side of things, about the foundational pieces of strengths, of values, of mission statements, of all of that and more, I could go on and on. That's her wheelhouse. I will always defer to her expertise when it comes to those things. If I'm going to set up a workflow, or if I'm going to set up things from a strategy standpoint or if I want to set affiliate price points or things like that, you know, we might question once or there Nope. That's, that's me. I yeah. get the final say on that. Mm-hmm. And because we respect and value each other's strengths and allow each other to play into that in this context. Mm-hmm. I think that was the big lesson learned here too, was play to your strengths.
1: In terms of, yes, you play to your strengths, but also we have lesser strengths and knowing what they are, and not torturing ourselves about them. Okay, so let's just say running is my
0: lesser strength. (laughs) Running is maybe a lesser strength. I say, why force that?
1: Oh, exactly. No, absolutely do not have to. And that's the thing. But and that's exactly, exactly the point is that we also find in business that we have what we call lesser strengths. And that may mean why we hire someone to do our accounting. Or we have someone who actually implements the social media strategy or things of that nature, which frees us up and our minds up to focus on what we love, what we're passionate about. I think that's also a really big learning thing that probably had I paid more attention to this race, I just would have been stressed. Ain't my thing. Ain't my thing.
0: And I think that kind of leads to my final thing. So you had said you had signed up for this race because a little bit of FOMO, Mm -hmm. I had signed up this race because it was a big bucket list of mine. I had said that I I've always wanted to run a half marathon. And I had said that for years, I Mm -hmm. had said, I always thought it'd be cool to say I've run a half marathon or I've Mm -hmm. run a marathon. And so I was really rooted in a purpose here with running this race. And I had a big goal I had, but it was rooted in something that was very internally motivating for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's really true when you're setting a goal anywhere, if you have internal motivators, that is going to take you so far yes. and fast exactly. across the finish line, more so than any external motivators will be, whether it's FOMO or fear of failure or monetary or like a shiny metal, that's mm-hmm. not enough to motivate you across the finish line. There needs to be some sort of internal motivator that is rooted in purpose and passion. That's really going to give you the resilience and the grit to do all the things to prop to right. get you there.
1: Not to get nerdy for a second, but mm-hmm. there are hedonistic goals. And there are also these intrinsic goals. Mm-hmm. And yes, money, FOMO, it's all a hedonistic goal. And it doesn't get you very far. Ultimately, it just makes you really sad and unfulfilled. But when you focus in, and I love that, this was a bucket list, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you could write a novel as to why this was important to you. And having that is so important in actually being able to achieve it. So you've hit the whole goal success
0: right on its head. (laughs) Yeah. Purpose matters. Yes. (laughs) Purpose matters. It's it's obviously the foundation of everything we teach at (laughs) but that was what Wendy said when you, you said that to me the day of, she goes, you had a purpose. Yep. Yep. You had a purpose.
1: Yep. 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 And I was just along for the ride, which had I just been along for the ride would have been absolutely perfect. I make a really phenomenal battle
0: buddy uh she is a phenomenal battle buddy and like to her credit she still got her butt up with me at the crack dawn <laughs> it was before the crack and dawn it was two thirty in the morning <laughs> and okay. trudged over in the freezing cold to the start line in the corral and for two hours oh, and then God. waited on the cold bleachers for me to be done and then very pleasantly took me to stuff my face with a double cheeseburger. Well, and I also had to have,
1: actually it was a double cheeseburger. It was a double cheeseburger. And it was really good. Yes. Yeah. There is much to be learned in every life experience. And I think that just be open to learning and exploring. I know that, you know, doing this again would be insane, So I will not be doing it again, but I've learned valuable lessons. That's part of it. That's all part of the journey.
0: And if you're lucky, you get to have a battle buddy like I do, that gets to have these meaningful conversations alongside of it to see all the sides and then kept sharing me on all the good points. So
1: one last clap. Yay. Congratulations. That's a huge milestone. That's a huge, huge bucket list milestone achievement. Big check. Now you got to figure out something else to put in this. Maybe it's an Iron Man. (laughs) On that note, (laughs) and until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating, but only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website
0: at com, And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.